Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Boards gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon White here, guys. What is going on? It's definitely been a long time. It has been a long time. It's been too long, Brandon, and uh, I am, for one, glad to be back. Episode 048 uh, coming at you guys. If it sounds a little bit different today, it's because Brandon is at home, and I'm at home, and uh, we're or I am quarantining because I have COVID. So uh, that's the reason why we weren't able to bring you guys a podcast last week, and we do apologize for that. Um, yeah, it's been a uh, been a little bit of a rough week over here in the Cooper house. <laughs> Brandon, how you yeah. been, buddy? Oh, good. That's what happens when you go to Dirty Myrtle. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, there was... Uh, um, eight of us that, or nine of us that went to Myrtle and uh, eight of us got COVID so <laughs> that's brutal man that's brutal but yeah every, every here been pretty good um, unfortunately I haven't been doing too much riding football's kind of taken over this house so hold over here um, pretty busy but uh, eventually wanting to get out and doing some more motos hopefully here within the next couple of weeks when everything kind of mellows back out for us but uh yeah, I hope you guys are doing good over there. Um, We're doing better. We're doing better. That's, that's good. That's it was. Good. It's not been too bad. Just kind of hit the old energy tank pretty good, and uh, <laughs> uh, felt like a little bit of the flu the first few days. Yeah, nothing, nothing too too bad though. But uh, I mean, uh, two weeks off, right? A week of vacation, and uh, get a week of COVID. I mean, if you don't want to go back to work, just say so. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess. I'm, I'm begging to go back to work now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, before we get into the show, let's thank our awesome sponsor, Guts Racing. Uh, if you guys have not gotten on the Guts train yet, it's time you do so. If you uh, need anything seat cover, seat innovation-wise, they got you covered. They're the leaders in seat cover and seat innovation since 1985. Uh, just look at guys like Thad Duvall in the woods or Joel Hedrick on the track. Those guys trust Guts, and you guys definitely should, too. Brandon, so you've not been on the bike lately, huh? No, actually I haven't. Uh, it's been it's been killing me, but uh, between work, work's been crazy. Like I said, I, now I'm coaching football. Uh, my boy's playing it. It's like five days a week. <laughs> and plus trying to get to the uh, gym and do a hell big workout, man. It's, it has just been uh, uh, pretty busy on my end where I just like don't want to do anything. But um, with that said – we have had a lot of good racing lately. We have had good racing lately. Whether the GNCC is not back yet, but there's been some good uh, local races going on. Um, we got some pro motocross to talk about. We got some pro ATV motocross to talk about. And then we got to talk about the uh, Heartland Challenge a little bit. Uh, our original plan was to try to get some of the guys on that, uh, that raced in that race. But uh, us not being in the same room uh, kind of threw some loopholes into that. So we were... We would like to get some of those guys on at a later date, but uh, when we can't be together, it's kind of tough to do right now. So, um, Brandon, do you uh, have any fantasy to talk about? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, last week, last week's fantasy, I was okay. This week's fantasy, <laughs> terrible, because guess what? Football had me all messed excuses, up. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> okay. Had me all messed up, so... I missed this week, guys, but uh, I'll get it back. I'll get it back. All right, well, so what's the uh, – who did what in fantasy this week then? Okay, yeah, so this week, Kyle Murray, 509, 509 points this week, man. Kyle Murray has been tearing it up lately. Uh, Jay Bear, 062, 
uh, second, and RK Cooper, 31 and third. That's right. Staying strong now, on the podium. Since we didn't get to do one last week, let's, let's check out the Unadilla ones. Okay. Uh, last week, MX Girl, shout out to her. She took first. White Hair 746 took second. And then also Jalen uh, took third. So those are some different people on the podium from the Unadilla one. Uh, yeah, so I don't know what happened to Kyle Murray there last week. He got zero points. He must have forgot like I did this week. So. <laughs> I was traveling back from Myrtle last week, and while we were going through the Chick-fil-A line that morning, I just quickly picked a team. <laughs> so Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, with, with race, like, I'm not used to all this, like, gaps everywhere. It's so weird. Like, uh, it kind of forget who's racing and what's racing. And, you know, GNTNC has been on the break for, like, <sighs> it feels like a year. I'm telling you, man, it does. And Pro Motocross is, like, a week off here, two weeks off here, two weeks off there. It's like, when are we racing? So, it's just pretty crazy when it comes to that fantasy stuff. But uh, Brandon and I were talking this, this, this summer break for um, – for uh, GNCC has felt like forever. It's been taking yes. forever. <laughs> so like, honestly, like I was just thinking today, like I was just like, man, is this like a new season? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, it feels like it feels like it's the off season right now. It's we got a, we got a couple more weeks, so we gotta do. We're gonna have to do like a little bit of like a second, um, second half of the season preview show here soon. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We'll, we'll get together and uh, hopefully get out of quarantine and get that done. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so do you know the overall uh, points are for for fantasy right now? Uh, yes, I can tell you the overall points. Um, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> My phone keeps logging me out, guys. I'm sorry. All right, the overall points is RK Cooper thirty one in first. And Kyle Murray is in second, only about close to about 90 points down. All right, he's about 90 back. Which is not very much in in motocross. And uh, no, it's not. uh, You have one bad week. And then Jay Bear 062 is only seven points behind Kyle Murray in third. So uh, there's been some big shakeups. Jay Groff, uh, he's dropped off a little bit. this year so he must have stopped listening to us yeah, he must not he, he must not want that uh, that t-shirt again <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> uh shoot but, so uh, uh do you want to jump into you want to jump into some heartland challenge talk yeah we can jump into heartland challenge yeah, i think that was a uh, a big shake up there than what a lot of people were expecting yeah for sure that was a uh, quite the interesting uh, race uh that happened that um uh, out there um you know, it's awesome that our and it's awesome that our buddy uh, Kendall Cruz, that was just on the show a couple of weeks ago, uh, ended up finishing third in the uh, Ironman class. So, congratulations to him, um, man. That's a that's a heck of an accomplishment there. To uh, yeah, man, hats off. Yeah, Ironman that race. For sure. Yeah, for sure, Ironman that race, and uh, ended up finishing third. And I think he, I think it was a twenty seventh overall um, that he that he was able to pull off. So that's. Pretty impressive. So hats off to him for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure the next couple of days, his hands and his uh, his uh, lower uh, extremities were were feeling it pretty well. He's still <laughs> he's still hurting. I guarantee you. There's yeah, no way I, he's not still hurting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then the uh, in the pro class, the taking the overall. It was the uh, group of uh, Hunter Hart, Josh Merritt, and John Glotta Jr. Those guys put on a show for sure. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I was looking at the uh, at the times and everything, and they they won by a pretty good, probably a pretty good bit too. Um, I think they won by like over thirty minutes. So uh, they, wow, yeah, they, yeah, they put a show on for sure. Um, uh, so you know, hats off to them. Yeah, and uh, I did the. I know the big shakeup for the other pro team was uh, Walker Fowler actually got sick right before he was. They were supposed to leave, so Walker Fowler could not make it. So that you know, um, I know the the other pro team there, and I think it was. Uh, yep, uh, the other team was Johnny Gallagher, Mark Notman, and Kenny Schick. So the other big pro team that was Fowler was supposed to be on. So um, I'm sure they missed him. Uh, but uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, you know, I was looking here, and it looks like the uh, pro or the uh, the overall winning team um, of uh, of those guys they ended up finishing thirty five laps. That's a lot of laps around <laughs> around a track. <laughs> yeah, thirty five laps and on a beat up track. Uh, I'd hate to do that thing in the evening time, man. When you have to turn the lights on because. You miss one bump or get out of the line a little bit. Who knows where you're going to be? So that's that's just crazy to think about. Do you see some of those videos too, man? They were flying too. I mean, yeah. some of those some of those parts of that track was pretty slick and looked like almost blue grooved, and uh, um, they were getting some serious speed, uh, like all day and all night long. It was pretty wild looking. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I didn't get to see too much of it, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure it it could just get pretty pretty wild, and and some I'm sure they had whatever that one section that uh, our buddy was telling us about they usually throw in. I'm not sure what kind of section it is, but that stuff right there after a while would just get to you. So that's just this is an intense race. So hats off to the winners. And then did you say there was a four by four team that took second overall? Yes, there was a four by four team that took second overall. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not sure who it is because it's listed as Off-Road Stewart Boys 29, 129 action. Um, so I'm not sh- exactly sure who that is. But, uh, but yeah, hats off to them too. That's uh, pretty cool seeing all those guys out on the track at the same time and uh, ripping it up for sure. Uh, definitely would like to make it out to that race one year and see what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. Hey, uh, while, we're, while we're talking about quads, did, did you see the Adam, the new Adam McGill look he had there on uh, Facebook here today? The 250R? No, no, just the look. Just no. The, he he kind of got like the Manchu going on. He, oh. like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not seen that yet. I've not seen yeah, that. You, you have, have to, to look go that check that out. That is, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, typical McGill, but... Uh, He's got he's got a little bit different look going on right now. I don't know how long he'll keep that, but uh, getting ready to come out for the second half of the season with the uh, you said Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, whatever it takes, man. I'm probably come out and hey. I mean, he's coming into a, to a without getting into too much of a prediction show. He's coming into the race where he won his last race at uh, at the Mountaineer last year. So. Uh, who knows? Might be some good luck going on there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure he's uh, uh getting ready for that one because he knows that he's able to win there and he's won there before. Especially since this last year he won it, and uh, this year they're going to make it a bigger event and stuff with that whole hunting and fishing stuff to, to go with it with the Boy Scouts and and all that. So that's a big race to come that's coming up and coming to West Virginia and to, to look forward to. And uh, I'm sure he's gonna uh, want to show up for the fans. So yeah, be absolutely, awesome. absolutely. There's definitely not a better. Uh, I don't think there's be a better way to to bring back the GNCC uh, season than than the fashion that they're planning on bringing it back. So um, it's gonna be a big weekend, and uh, I'm excited to be down there. I'm gonna go down there and check it out and watch it in a little bit, and uh, uh, just enjoy enjoy the uh, weekend down there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we might make come down Saturday. I'm sure we'll have a football game on Sunday, but we might make it down Saturday. Listen to you. You're check it out. going from Moto Dad to, to uh, Travel League Football Dad. I mean. <laughs> it's, it's it's intense, man. And he still wants to ride a dirt bike. So we're he's been begging me the last two weeks. It's just been ra- raining to, you know, on the weekends. I'm just like, nah, man, it's it's all right. But, uh <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, while we're on the Fuller Talk also, man, um, Loretta Lenz, that was uh, some pretty good racing. Absolutely. Absolutely it was. Um, you know, first and foremost, hats all, or, you know, our uh, thoughts and prayers go out to to uh, Wesley Wolf. You know, hopefully he gets a speedy recovery. Uh, he ended up having a bad accident uh, in the qualifying uh, first thing that morning. So, you know, that's always a tough one. Uh, I mean – it's such a gnarly sport and you don't really see a lot of these guys get injured that often. So when it does happen, it's, it's, uh, it's tough to see. Yeah. Especially after this great season, he's been having it all year um, long in the ATV motocross side, uh, you know, getting a couple podiums and, and, and finishing where he needed to be and, and stuff. So I think he definitely felt he was like a, a pretty good contender for podiums uh, all year round. So, uh, 
that's that's a real big bummer that 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 had to happen to him on, on one of the probably the better years he's he's had in a long time yeah for sure I mean he's been in that heat of the battle between for that third fourth fifth sixth seventh place position all all year long and that's been where the really hard hard racing has been this year so um you know they'll definitely be missing him in the final round of the season um but uh speaking of that third place position how about Max Linquist? Uh, our buddy, uh, young Max Linquist, coming up with his second podium in a row uh, to to equal his second podium um, of all time in uh, in the pro the pro ATV motocross season. That's pretty awesome, man. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's totally awesome, especially uh, you know for for usually when those keep happening, you know he'll, it'll it'll keep, once they start happening, it'll it'll keep being a, a thing for him. So uh, that's great to hear that Max is uh, getting up there and getting on the podium, and I'm sure it'll keep carrying in to the last race of the season at Briarcliff and then on over to the offseason. Um, you know, a podium in a pro race is a huge deal just because, I mean, the percentage of people that have actually done it in their career, uh, it, it's just it's it's mind-blowing, and it's so hard, and I'm sure – He's just if he would finish there, I'm sure he'd be grateful, but I'm sure he wants more. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I tell you what, he you know, he's definitely learning from the best in the business. And to see him to see him, you know, starting to get that starting to get the the reward for all the effort that he's putting in and it's paying off and and it's one of those things you could see coming coming out of his pro am season where he dominated the whole season and uh it was just one of those things like you knew he's a special kid he uh he acts and rides like like he's well past his years and um just to see you know him finally getting that payoff this year because a lot of people you know you know maybe not uh Rightfully so, but they they expected you know big things for him in the be er, in the early beginning, and uh, he's worked up to it, and uh, yeah, he's getting he's gotten three or two podiums in a row, and I'm sure he's wanting to end the season on one as well and go into the off season uh, working with Chad and uh, just putting you know putting in the uh, strides to to uh, go towards that first and second place position. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of Chad and Joel, I mean, Joel, you know, uh, won the race. Um, but, you know, I think Chad, uh, I'm not sure. I don't have the points in front of me and I'm sorry, guys, but I'm pretty sure uh, Chad's going to have this thing locked up. But uh, barring no no craziness happening at Briarcliff, but uh, um, that would be what, eight for him? I think Chad would be eight, uh, eight championships. Is it eight or is it nine? It might be nine. Uh, him and Fowler, I, I get it confused once in a while. Yeah, uh, there's so many championships between those guys, and they're they're pretty uh, like around the same number. So, well, right, <laughs> yeah. Well, right now, uh, Joel was 22 points behind, and while he won the weekend, I'm gonna say that that uh, Chad did what he needed to do because they split motos, so they went in. Um, um, they came out of the weekend the same place they were going into the weekend uh, with that 22-point spread. So, you know, it, it's going to take something crazy to happen for Joel to win. But, hey, if you think about it, look back to the past couple years and a broken chain for Chad and then a broken chain for Joel has been what's decided the races for the past two years. Um, so it's it, it's been something kind of out of the wild or you know out of the ordinary or something wild happened that has caused the championship to bounce in the direction that it's bounced in the past couple of years. So you know maybe can't uh, we can't uh, you know take anything for granted until it's over for sure. So what you're saying is all these mechanics are going through the chains and testing them all week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. There's gonna chains are gonna be on the minds of a lot of people going into this final round of uh, ATV motocross racing, because I mean you don't want to see it end like that at all. But man, for it to happen two years in a row to both guys, it's wild. <laughs> Oh, I bet Joel Hetrick would love to see that happen. He'd take it any way he can. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. At this point, yeah. Joel would love to see it happen. But, uh, oh, shoot. Hey, you know what's yeah, a bummer, but... though? Th this year and last year, um, uh, the ATVs are not racing in the uh, quad uh, cross of nations. Uh, 
We've not got to cover that yet as a podcast. I'm pretty bummed about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's tough right now, man. There's so many things going on right now in this world, and uh, with the whole COVID starting back up again, and and just trying to get over there and 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 get back and and get all your visa, you know, all your stuff that you need to do. It's it's so tough, and uh, uh, you know, I'm even hearing like you know we might not even see the uh, nation's race for the bikes. It's, it's, just, it's, you're just not sure what's going to happen. So it, it's well, insane. We'll get into that here in a minute. Cause I want to, yeah, I definitely want to touch on that. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm excited. Hopefully maybe next year we can see the quads, um, the, the guys go back over and, uh, and uh, uh, represent the United States um, like they always do so well. Uh, that's always a fun race to watch uh, because you just it's fun to see the united states flex because oh yeah because yeah. i mean i mean and and the guys over there the other countries they 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 treat them like royalty when they go over there because they understand how insanely good uh these guys are so uh yeah. hopefully here in a couple of years we go back over and it's cool because you can actually see you know when they go over there uh, and when those guys see them ride, it causes it causes those other countries to level up themselves and uh, really really see what it's what what quads are capable of doing uh, and trying to mimic them. Oh yeah, for sure. And and, and what's really cool is to uh, to see the Americans go over to a different country, and 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 it's just like dirt bikes too. Um, like the MXGP tracks are way different than American tracks. And then, and, you know, they got those sidecars too. Yeah, they got the sidecars. They got everything. And then the tracks develop a lot different over there. So it's really cool to see the um, the different styles of riding uh, from riders, um, you know, because not everybody has the same style, and uh, which is really neat. And it's just really cool to go see the U.S. go over there and, and dominate no matter what. Yep. Um, yep. Especially because, so, yeah. you know, the dirt bike guys, you know, you, you see all of the, you know, how how when they go over to the MX of, MX of Nations, how tracks are different. They develop different because they ride different over there, which is all true. And, but you look at, like, the quad guys, and it is insane the difference that they have to deal with. Like, those – uh, those guys over there, they don't even use the same tires, same size tires. It's uh, more of a slender rear tire that they use over there, uh, which is causing different ruts. You got the uh, those uh, sidecars that are uh, causing – I couldn't even imagine what kind of, kind of ruts those are <laughs> to have to deal oh, with. Oh, man. Uh, those sidecar guys, those, those guys are nuts. How can how, – I don't know. I don't know if I can trust anybody to let me uh... – to drive me around while I'm in the sidecar hanging my butt off. The, I'd be, I'd be your, edge. I'd be your sidecar man, Brandon. Oh, uh, would you would hang on the side for me, or are you, or are you just driving me? Which one? <laughs> we'll, we'll try both. We'll try both. We'll try both. Yeah. <laughs> you, you need me in the turns for the weight, though. That's what you need. You need me in the turns for the weight. <laughs> Brandon, stay to the inside all the time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh shoot! So. uh so yeah, I was looking forward to going into that final round of the season and crowning the uh, the 2021 champion. Um, as of right now, it looks like it's going to be uh, Chad Weenan, and uh, I'm telling you, man, it's so cool to be in the um, in the era of greatness. Uh, I mean, because you just look at this in this perspective, and if it wasn't for Chad, look at how many championships Joel would have. Yeah, and, yeah, for sure, and. And but but at the same time, to see them clashing and battling together, and being so equally matched, but in so different forms of uh, of riding, it's it's really cool to see. Um, and and I'm excited to see. You know, I don't think Chad's going anywhere. Um, I think he's he's happy with what he's doing. He's happy with how he's training. Um, you know. It seems like Chad's going to be around for a few more years, um, and uh, I don't see him slowing down at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, the way Chad talks, he's, he's still going to be around for a while. I'm sure he's <laughs> probably thinking right now, you know, maybe try to break Gary Denton's record. Um, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I think he's right now he's just looking to keep it, uh, keep it going. Um I tell you, which is really he, awesome. Which is awesome. The great thing is about that is 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 
he's definitely capable of doing it. He doesn't take a lot of damage to the body. Um, I can only think of two times this year that I, that you saw him hit the ground. One was in qualifying at the high point this year um, uh, when when he just kind of had a little mishap and, and it went off the bike. And then I can't remember where the other one was, but I can remember it was during Iron Man, start. It? Was it Iron Man during that start? Wait, no, no, no. So. They didn't have Iron Man this year. Oh, no, that's right. They didn't do Iron Man. Uh, what was right after uh, Hot Point? It was like the next weekend. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And um, uh, and neither one, he really hit the ground that hard. So he doesn't take too much damage. Um, you know, I'm sure you got your, your, your bruises and, and get banged up a little bit throughout the season, uh, whether you crash or not. But he, he he's one of the safest, smartest riders ever so who's why couldn't he do this for much longer i mean he, yeah. he the body's in good shape he doesn't have any problem with with getting injured so uh yeah i, I look forward to see how long of a career he's able to to obtain yeah for sure um and i'm sure joel's probably like hurry up and retire dude so i can get my championships but uh uh, but uh, the the biggest thing is is just whoever is gonna um, the young guys are gonna have to step up and and uh, start dominating. I think before Chad will for for he will walk away. Yeah. But uh, that's that's what I'm thinking right now. But um, yeah. So I I mean I think you know here next year you're gonna see these guys starting to creep a little bit closer and a little bit closer. And uh, I tell you what though, if it wasn't for Chad and it wasn't for Joel, um, the, like a championship would be wide open. These guys, um, they're all creeping up towards the the, the two front guys, and and uh, I think next year you're going to see some young guys maybe trying to mix it up with them a little bit more. Um, looking at uh, Bryce Ford, uh, Max Lindquist, uh, guys like that um, to get up there and, and really start stirring the pot. Oh man, if Chad Weenan and Joel Hedrick wasn't there, I mean, look at the battles between like third fourth fifth <laughs> sixth and seventh like the it would just be insane championship right now oh it would, uh, for sure would be <laughs> you wouldn't know unless one guy would like exert dominance over all of them um and then just start taking charge um i mean it's very possible it usually happens but um it's, it would just be an insane challenge yeah. and before we get off the subject of atb motocross um our local guy our local well used to be pro Brett Music's been getting back on the bike. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, I did he's been see down that. there, Rod. And it uh, looks like he's starting to, you know, get back into it a little bit. So uh, it'd be pretty cool to see uh, Brett get back out there. I don't know what he's thinking or if he's uh, wanting to give it another shot or not, or if he's just doing it for fun. But well, he really was cool actually he was actually on the show with uh, Cody uh, Jansen on Digging Deep uh, this past week. Uh, Cody brought him on and talked to him a little bit about. Uh, you know what he's doing and everything and uh um uh he he's just really enjoying um being able to come out and kind of casually race again uh i mean call it casually but he's out there putting in some really really solid rides he won the pro sport um on sunday and then uh won the 25 plus which is uh no slouch of a class at all oh no yeah on saturday so um uh, I don't think he has any aspirations of going back to the pro class um, just because uh, he was talking about how, you know, how much more training it is to do that extra, you know, 15 minutes of, uh, of racing. And um, uh, so I think that he's, you know, happy with what he's doing. But uh, it's always cool to see him out there and really showing uh, what he's capable of, um, you know, uh, kind of the working class hero type guy for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was really neat. Just want to throw that out there. So. Yeah, yeah. So shout, shout out to him and uh, uh, look forward to see him uh, uh, doing more this season in the last final race. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about motocross. We've not been able to talk about the last couple of rounds uh, without having the podcast past couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Unadilla, man, all, all I could say it was all K-Rock. Uh, Kenny Roxon, man, he came out swinging at Unadilla and uh, pretty much made it his track again this year for uh, so it was pretty impressive um, uh, Dylan Fernandez um, pretty much pretty much set it on the podium like he didn't have anything 
at all that day for Kenny. Uh, you know who that's, did though? That's just, who's that? Oh a- yeah, AP. Okay. Yeah, man, that looked rough. What happened to him? Um, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, Aaron Plessinger on the first moto of the uh, race at uh, um, <clears throat> Unadilla ended up looping out, and it was it was a rough one for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, I, it's it blows my mind how that even happened. Um, just because only thing I could think of is like he just hit it perf, like the the perfect way, and landed with the gas on, and that thing just sucked up or something i i really don't know how that happened um you usually don't see that from a pro rider but uh i think he was just on the gas because i think he knew he had a chance to i think he thought he had a better pace than kenny did at the first and i think he think he i think he could get around him so uh i really think that's what happened i just got on the gas and stayed on it and uh just looped her out <laughs> <laughs> i can think of one other loop out that I've seen from a pro rider, and and uh, uh, that was Ryan Villapoto over uh, overseas when he did it. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. the only other time I can think of that happening. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Ken Roxon dominated the day, and I thought he was going to do it again this weekend. Um, uh, but uh, Dylan Fernandez had, had something else to say about it. Uh, that man, um, I think that's going to be your 2021 champion. Uh, I don't see oh, yeah. I don't see how it could uh, – I don't see how it could swing any other way unless something catastrophic happens for the 14 machine. Yeah, for sure. I mean, man, Dylan Brandis has just been riding so good, um, so tough, and uh, he worries me once in a while. I mean, just uh, this weekend he was coming down one of those big hills <laughs> at Bud that. Creek, man, <laughs> swapping back and forth. I'm just like, dude, if you swap one more time, your championship's gone. Yeah, so, yep. Um, but, yeah, that guy right now, he's on a different level. Uh, he's got the confidence going. Uh, and he, and listening uh, to a couple of people that's been around him and interviews and stuff, I mean, he's been put the work in, um, and he's no slouch. And, man, he can just really ride that dirt bike really well. So it's really fun to watch him ride and, uh, and to see what he can do. Um, but, you know, I'll tell you what, I thought Tomac was going to come out swinging this weekend. Um, and he, he just kind of put in a, a, a good enough pace and a good enough ride to, to, to get through the weekend. He, uh, I tell you what, there was a few, a few times in that second moto, I thought that he was getting ready to turn it on. Uh, he was railing some of the outside turns and, uh, looking really fast and really racy, but then it just never really transpired into anything. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I thought this was a, uh, I thought this was a, uh, Tomac track for sure. Uh, something that I, I thought to see him kind of be more like Dylan was that second, that second, uh, moto. And it just never really, really happened for him. But, um, um, I mean, if you look at it, you know, you got to give, give the hats off to rocks and even for, for his season that he's having the, the guy gets kind of a rough time on not being able to, to close a series out and, and win a championship. Uh, but they were talking a lot. Like if you would combine the two championships, he would be the best rider, um, uh, by far. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's a shame to see him not, um, not get the, uh, not get the credit he deserves for, for really being such a solid rider. Um, but, uh, did you know that he's actually, uh, got, I think four, three or four more moto wins this season than, than Dylan Fernandez does. Yeah. That, which is insane. Uh, but I just tells you Dylan's bad days are way better than Roxon's bad days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, Kenny, well, I mean, Kenny dropped a whole moto, uh, yeah. Uh, there at Millville whenever he uh, got eaten up off the start. So, you know, yeah. you take that singular, singular, um, uh, mishap away and you're looking at like probably a 20 point swing right there yeah for sure yeah i mean that, and that's what it comes down to is cha- on championships uh who can be there and, and and who can have the least you know the the least not worst day i guess how you're gonna say it but, <laughs> um <laughs> it's kind of weird but i mean you know you got you got to be up there pretty much on that podium all the time and if you're not on that podium you got to make it a top five or and, and just string it all together and Right now, Dylan Fernandez this year is just just like Zach Osborne last year. Just it's just clicking for him, and um, uh, I think he's going to be the, the champion. Uh, unfortunately, this year. So um, I tell you what, that 250 class is getting pretty exciting. 
Oh, it sure is. It sure is. But I got one question before we move out of the 250s for you. Okay. Uh, you look at Dylan Fernandez and you brought up um, you brought up Zach Osborne. Um, you look at those two champions, two unexpected champions, right? Um, yeah. Who do you think was more impressive um, if uh, Dylan actually ends up going and winning this championship? Uh, do you think that he rode more impressive this season than, than Zach did last season? Um, or, or how do you see that? Well, you know, it's, 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 to me, it's two different. See Zach last year, you know, we had to overcome all this COVID crap last year. Um, there wasn't too many fans. The tracks were way different than people's road before. Um, you know, we were at like Loretta Lynch three weekends in a row. We were at Red Bud twice. Um, we were here and there. Um, so it's kind of two different seasons. Um, where, uh, you know, Dylan Fernandez uh, comes out and, you know, we're kind of back to normal a little bit, um, come out swinging. But, you know, Zach, of course, Zacho uh, isn't, you know, there's a couple guys missing from the field this year. But that's no excuse. Um, this field's still pretty deep. So, I mean, they're both pretty impressive rides. Anytime that you can win a championship is very impressive in, in this class. But, uh um, I'm gonna have to say Fernandez. Uh, yeah. To me, is a little bit more impressive, uh, just because. But I'm I'm a big Zacho fan, so. Uh, but I, I mean, that was also impressive too, because I mean, he had to face everything else, you know, travel restrictions and staying places different, and and keeping his mind in the game. So I mean, hopefully, you know, maybe he might have came out swinging again this year, um, if it went for the whole back issue. Yeah. So. <laughs> And speaking Pulp. of that, did you have you have you been listening to Pulp lately? Yeah, yes, I have listened to Pulp. Yes. So, so you know as well as I do that that uh, with what Steve was saying that man, I'm really hoping he's not right, but um, we could have possibly seen the last of Zacho. Uh, uh very possible. Um, I think they said that uh, uh, the way I last time I heard anything about Zach was he was should be back in time for supercross that's what they're aiming for but i'm not sure uh if anything else has changed but he did get, he did not get surgery so he's trying to fix his back just by doing i guess pe- oh. yeah so he's trying to do his back just by he's trying to fix his back just by doing you know personal training i guess or or oh, okay or something so so hopefully um he's able to get everything worked out and come back. Uh, it'd really be a bummer to see him, um, you know, uh, have to retire in the manner that that would be. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get to see Zach in 2022 supercross for sure. But, uh, let's go to that, that, uh, that, uh, 250 class, man. I tell you what, flip a coin for that championship, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you would think, you know, the way the Moto one starts out, Justin Cooper comes out both Unadilla and this weekend in Moto One and and it walks away with it. You're like, dude, where'd this guy been all week uh, or all year? Um, pulls out like ten second leads and and runs away and and um, and then Moto Two happens and then it's like something clicks for Jet Lawrence. So I mean, it's like the snap of the fingers. Uh, Jet Lawrence is up winning and uh, Justin Cooper. Uh, either has a mistake or just doesn't feel it and drops back back in the pack. So it much makes it very interesting for everybody. So uh, right now I think that is the class to watch. Uh, the 250s is going to be a slugfest down to the last race. Yeah, yeah. Cooper and Lawrence are separated by three points. Um, and, and like you said, I mean, Cooper has been coming out lately and, and looking like a man on fire in the first, uh, motos of the, of the races. And, uh, then just does not look like the same rider at all, uh, in motor number two. So, um, I'll tell you what though, there's a man that's sitting in third place right now that I feel like had he had a couple more races to be able to attend, uh, would be sitting in first easily. And that's Jerry Martin. Oh yeah, man, Jer- Jeremy Martin, man, that guy has no give up in him. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that guy quit at all. If he's on a dirt bike and he's riding, no matter what, uh, he's just not quitting and uh, constantly riding with a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> oh yeah, for all you could just tell, man, he's like um, always pushing. And I tell you what, that's a lot of respect for him. Uh, if he doesn't get hurt, uh, I think he's control this championship. Um, 
just because right now he's coming and battling with these guys and he's only, you know, he's still got the, you know, probably a broken hand and a couple fingers and whatever. And, uh, and he's, he's just so impressive to watch. Oh, he's got the most, uh, overall wins this year and the most moto wins. So, um, he's got that going for him and, uh, hopefully we can see him come into a, uh, 2022 with, um, with no injuries and with a solid season and able to, you know, finally show his true potential and get onto that 450 because I know that he's sick of hearing people talk about him getting on a 450, and I know that he wants to be on one for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think he's, if I'm not mistaken, I think he signed back with Yamaha again for next year for another deal. So. Yes, he did. He did sign on with Star. So uh, he should uh, uh, hopefully, you know, stay healthy, and uh, he should be a contender in both classes or in both uh, series for sure. Yeah. Speaking of signing, did Plessinger ever come out and say who he's riding for next year? I know it was KTM and Yamaha. And back to K- he doesn't want to leave Yamaha. But- well, supposedly now he's definitely going to KTM. Um, I don't know if there's been an official uh, statement released, but I mean, you think about it, you know, uh, Star's going to have Tomac, um, Fernandez, uh, um, who else on that team? I mean, Star has. The, oh yeah, there's all kinds of people, man. It it's it's uh it's unreal. Yeah, it, I mean, is Mookie over there for for Supercross? No, no Mookie's going no, to Husky. For that's Supercross. right, he went to Husky. Okay. Yeah, but the 250 team so stacked. Uh, it's 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 pretty crazy, but uh, I do know Dylan Fernandez only has one year left on his contract, so uh, next year is his last year for Yamaha unless they resign. Um, which if he wins this championship and does anything good in Supercross, I'm sure he, they will resign him. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, I'm sure. But, there's no reason. There's no way to let him go. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's 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 been a pretty in- a crazy uh, season in the 250 class. Back to that, anyways. But uh, I'll tell you what, another guy that kind of showed a little bit of something, um, and I hope he, I keep seeing something from him. Uh, is Austin Forkner. Uh, he came out in the first moto, got a decent start, and 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 um, stayed up there for a good bit. Um, I don't know if it was just like not being used to the pace at the front of the pack, or maybe he got excited a little bit and burnt too much energy. Uh, but it's good to see him um, finally have a rebound race to where um, to to me where he belongs is up front um, as a rider, anyways. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, he he he's had a tough season so far. A lot of controversy around him. Decide, you know, with uh, is he just not in shape? What's going on with him? So it's good to see him up there and uh, hanging with the front crew a little bit. Um, and I, I'm excited to see what he'll be able to do in Supercross because you know that's where he's able going going to really able to going to <laughs> going to really be able to shine um, and show his true potential because that's kind of his uh, uh, bread and butter there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Supercross is definitely his bread and butter. Um, I'll tell you what, once again, R.J. Hampshire, first moto. Hitting the ground. (laughs) Hits the ground again, but redeems redeems himself on the second moto with a third place overall, which I'm pretty sure that's where he was, uh, I think, second when he went down Yeah. uh, uh, in the first moto. So, I mean. You know, once again, that's another guy that if he just keeps it up on two wheels, man, uh, could also be in this championship right now. I'm excited to see what he does um, in Supercross this year uh, because he didn't get to race Supercross last year, did he? Um, no, I, I'm pretty sure the ACL, um, he had yeah. a practice crash and ACL got tore or something like that. But uh, ACLs are tough on you, man. <laughs> no, man. A dirt bike guy, that's pretty much, when you ride dirt bikes, uh, your ACLs, are just gone you might as well, might as well forget about them <laughs> they don't <laughs> they're, they're not there anymore you got metal acls on the outside of your knees at that point huh <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty much man oh shoot so uh what are you gonna be doing this coming weekend oh man this coming weekend um i am going on vacation guys so nice <laughs> Yes, yes. Going on vacation. Hopefully, I don't come back with the vid like you did. But, oh uh... man, hopefully not. <laughs> it's been miserable. So, guys, if it, sorry that this podcast is a little bit kind of low energy. I, that's just kind of how I feel right now, and us not being in the same studio is kind of weird. But uh, uh, yeah, 
looks like we'll have to do but, one more like this, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll see. Um, but yeah, we'll probably, uh, if we do it next week, if everything works out for us, we'll do this again. But before we end the show or do where we're going to go, we want to talk about MX and Nations team, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, the team is official now, isn't it? It's going to be uh, uh, Justin Barsha. Um, <clears throat> who else is it going to be? Justin, Justin Barsha. Justin Barsha. Chase Sex. Chase Sexton. Yeah. And, um, RJ Hampshire. Yep, that's right. That's right. I tell you what, Chase Sexton is really coming on um, here lately. Um, he's having, you know, he had really good races uh, this weekend at Bud's Creek, but he just wasn't able to, uh, <coughs> he wasn't able to put it um, on the box like I think he had the potential speed to do. Um, and it was just a couple little mistakes here and there, but, uh, I tell you what, man, um, I'm really excited about that team. Um, if they get to race, hopefully, uh, hopefully they get to race. Um, you talked about they, they might cancel that race. Um, it's just right now, um, there's a lot of controversy around it because mm-hmm. a lot of these MXGP riders, um, don't want to go because it's like middle of the season and there's a lot of, um, controversy of like you know they don't want to risk it you don't want to risk getting hurt they don't want to do this they don't want to do that and then covid you know covid with the bigger player you know is a big player in this right now so it's hard right now over there and you uh, i think it's in, it's gonna be in italy but right now over there it's so hard to get in and out of the countries and yeah. there's so many um, you might have to get COVID tested before you go, and if you don't, you might have to get two, you know, stay there for weeks before you're allowed back out. It's it's just uh, insane, and there's a lot of stuff. So who knows who's even going um, to be riding in the U.S. and then and then MX of Nations, and uh, so it's pretty crazy. Um, but I, I will say while we're on the uh, MXGP thing, a shout out to Jeffrey Hurlings from for riding with a broken shoulder uh a broken shoulder i'm pretty sure yeah he's he's pretty dude, gnarly isn't he <laughs> that dude that dude i'm telling you a broken shoulder that's uh that's uh that's pretty intense man uh that's probably the most intense thing I've, I've ever heard of yeah for sure the guys the guys gnarly and uh um i mean i know that he's just trying to push forward to 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 uh you know be able to win that championship and take it from tim geyser but uh um it's uh that's a tough ask to do for sure um and is is it going to be weird though if uh if uh we're not facing the best of the best um if we win the mx of nations like are we really winning it if if if, like half the field isn't there because they're they're not racing it due to being in the middle of their season yeah you know that's that's yeah (laughs) That's the other thing, you know. If we go over and win it with Barsha Sexton and thing, is there going to be like an asterisk beside of it? You know yeah. what I mean? To where you know, like, oh, you know, they won, but you know, it's you know, it is what it is. Um, but I mean, there's going to be some other teams as long as they can get the riders uh, uh, to go over. They're going to be pretty fast. But well, I heard the Lawrence brothers are out now. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's like I said, it's an it's a, just a weird thing going on right now. Um, so uh, it's it's one of those things. I don't know if they'll end up doing it or not. It might they might cancel it at the last minute or or whatever. So yeah, I know that they're not paying points. I know they're not doing that because I know they were trying to do that and that was a weird situation. But uh, they're not yeah, doing how, that. So, however, that would have worked. Yeah, that would have been weird. That would have been weird. Idea I've ever heard. <laughs> that that was an <laughs> that was an idea that shouldn't have left the conference room. You're like yeah, right. You know, well, that that was an idea that shouldn't have left somebody's mouth (laughs) yeah exactly exactly (laughs) well you already wrapped this show up brandon yeah we can wrap it up all right man um guys thanks for listening we appreciate it and uh uh we'll be coming at you with some uh with some better (laughs) better podcast here (laughs) here to come once we're back together and back talking about some gncc race and i'm excited to get to get uh back together and talk about uh um uh the the mid mid season preview show yeah for sure for sure man uh it'd be great to finally talk about some gncc uh racing um and get get the second part of the season started because uh it's getting rough being a podcaster (laughs) it sure is it sure is man so uh hey caller thanks for calling in today (laughs) yeah uh, thanks for having me on splitline 
<laughs> Absolutely. And as always, thank you to our sponsor, Guts Racing, for supporting us and uh, being behind us even when we make some janky podcasts. So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Later. Peace. La- later. Am I the only one here tonight Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Who thinks of taking all the good we got And turning it back Hell, I'll be damned I think I'm turning into my old man Am I the only one willing to bleed Or take a bullet for being free Screaming what the hell at my TV For telling me, yeah Try to undo all the things he did Am I the only one who can't take no more screaming? If you don't like it, there's a freaking door This ain't the freedom we've been fighting for It was something more